Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Hello, and welcome to this series about my book, Memorable Lessons to Leave a Legacy. We are continuing along. If you're new to the series, a big welcome. We're in part three of the book, chapter 19 on authenticity. If you've continued along, great. Um, if you're new, I would suggest having a notebook and maybe starting from the beginning just so that you get the benefit of all the chapters in order. But, uh, you know, if you're here, this is what you're needing to, to gather today. And so I'm glad that you made it. Oh, authenticity. Don't we all kind of battle with this? Uh, at least me. I think in some sense, I guess I've struggled with every single one of these <laughs> qualities one way or another, right? I mean, I'm a work in progress. And so embodying all of these traits is a work in progress as well, because that's what I am. I'm working on being better every day. Um, authenticity, I think, has come somewhat naturally to me because I'm, I have a hard time sugarcoating things. That's not my tendency. My nature is more to kind of tell it like it is. And if I don't, you'll see it written all over my face for better or for worse. So, uh, but, but even if you have that personality, and I think some people pride themselves on having that personality, I tell it like it is. I'm really direct. I, you know, I'll say what I think. I show up and I say what I mean kind of personality. Um, I think the honest truth there is that a lot of that is a bit of a defense mechanism or protection, you know, in some sense, not because you're hiding something to be misleading or to be deceptive, but because that sort of hard handed approach or kind of confident persona while needed and necessary and can be truly authentic, um, I think there's a part of it that's protecting the the vulnerable part of us, which we all have parts. I mean, we have all kinds of emotions and things that we've been through or done, thoughts, ideas that feel vulnerable. They feel raw or potentially like if we let them out, they'll hurt us. And so I think not everything needs to be said. Not everything needs to be public. Clearly, there's a reason why some things stay in your thoughts and other things you share with close people. And, you know, there's sort of circles if you think of it, right? Like some things stay in your mind. Some things are shared with your closest, you know, partner or closest people in your life. Then you've got friends. Then you've got acquaintances. Like there's these kind of circles of intimacy, let's say, that you let into different life events and that walk with you along your journey. So I don't think authenticity necessarily means you've got to share everything with everyone. That's not authenticity. For me, what I've learned authenticity is, is about whatever degree of intimacy you have with someone, you're being true to yourself in that, let's say, circle or in that level of connection. So authenticity means... Well, it means truthfulness to some degree, right? But it doesn't mean intimacy. It means something being real, something being truthful. And so you can be truthful without sharing your entire thought, your entire soul, 
And this is why authenticity is a bit messy, which we get into in the book, because what's authentic and what's hiding, what's truthful and what's being kind or thoughtful, you know, you don't have to share everything you think, right? If it's hurtful to someone. So what is that line? How do you walk the line of authenticity? I think discernment is one skill that's from chapter 15. Empathy is another one from chapter 16 that help you to kind of walk this line of authenticity. In terms of the book, why did I put it in there? Well, because you've got to solve and serve, solve your problem for your people and serve your people in an authentic way, in a truthful way, which is realistic, which is thoughtful, which is expressing freely and clearly what it is that you need to say given the context so that's kind of the disclaimer of okay the context matters so I'm not here telling you just be authentic say everything you think and that's the aim and that's the gold standard no it's not I think that's a lie I think that we share our true selves based on the context and you are the only one that can decide okay, am I being an integrity and authentic within the context, within the situation? Because our environment changes how we need to behave and who we need to be. And that's such an important part of authenticity that I think somehow it's like, oh yeah, authentic means truthful. And so you've got to be down to earth and kind of a tell it like it is or fully divulging person to be authentic. And I don't think that's the case. I think you need to be in alignment with your energy. I think you need to be in alignment with who you are and who you are is it does change based on the context of the situation. And you could say, no, no, I'm, I'm the same in every situation. And I like to pride myself and I like to think that, okay, I'm authentic in the sense that the way I'm talking to you is how I would talk if I was on the phone with my mom right now, or on the phone with my husband or a friend, like I'm talking to you, how I talk, I'm giving it to you <laughs> straight, how I would say things, but there is a certain level of okay but i need to be mindful of my words because this is going to be on the public record forever so there's a different level of consideration than if i'm just in the backyard in the pool with you know with a friend kind of saying whatever but is it and so that mm, so is it different and i think that's a big thing to think about which i've kind of mulled over are you being different behind closed doors? Are you on your best behavior in public? Are you, and if that might be a good thing. So rather than vilifying people being on their best behavior in public, what I'm kind of getting at here is no, be on your best behavior in public, but Hey, be, in, be on your best behavior in your marriage, be on your best behavior with the people close to you. And that's a hard thing to do because when you get comfortable, <laughs> all the bets are off. The makeup's off, the, you know, the veneer, that mask kind of gets off and they see all of these parts of you that can be less than peachy, you know, less than kind and gentle or thoughtful or whatever those words are you want to describe yourself as. Hey, being authentic, being truthful means that you have a shadow. You have things about yourself that you don't like. You have things about yourself that you feel vulnerable about, scared to share, things you don't like about yourself. That's a part of being authentic is saying, hang on a minute, I'm not perfect, I'm human and I'm gonna do my very best here, <laughs> but I, I'm going to mess up and messing up means, all right, admitting it and then standing up and saying, look, I did wrong by you or wrong by myself. I'm not pleased with how I behaved or what I said here. 
And whenever you notice that being authentic means truthfully admitting it to yourself and the people involved um, or not. So if somebody comes at you and says, you messed up here, this, this, and this, if you take a hard look at yourself and you say, you know what, I, I don't agree. And you authentically, and so this is where the internal barometer, right? You authentically say, no, I, I stood true to my values. I stood true to who I am. This is what I believe. If you don't agree, I can listen and hear your opinion, but I don't have to agree with it. And this is what mine is. And authenticity is mixed in with like, all the other chapters. What we do go through in the book, before I get off on my tangent on my soapbox here, in the book, what we talk about specifically with authenticity related to your work is how you can show up authentically with others and share that true self with integrity, right? Whatever level of intimacy, but how are you going to share that with your audience? How are you going to share that with the people closest to you? How are you going to even know what that is for yourself? So let's start with yourself. How do you know what that is for yourself? You go to part one, you go to the chapter on self-awareness and you understand, okay, what is going on with me here? Like the chapter is, uh, let's see, chapter three. So you go to chapter three on awareness and you say, okay, what, what is even going on with me? What is the authentic truth for me right now? What's real? What's real? What do I really feel or what's really going on here? What do I really care about? What do I really think? So you go to chapter three, you deal with awareness, you understand where you're at. Then, okay, I know where I'm at. How am I going to deal with people, the people closest to me? I'm going to take those things of where I'm at. Which ones of them do these people need to know? The people closest to me. Okay, here are the things that they need to know. Okay, I'm going to use courage. I'm going to authentically tell them about these concerns or these things that are on my mind or these ideas that I have, this business I want to start, whatever. I'm going to authentically show up and honestly share from my values, here's what I'm thinking or here's what's important to me. Then when it comes to your business, you want to authentically promise things to your people, right? And authentically means being truthful, as we've noted, and being truthful about what you offer is, again, standing in integrity, which we talked about in the chapter on service, the last episode. So you're in integrity, and then you're truthful. You say, look, here's what I can deliver. Here's what I can't. Here's what I can offer you. Here's, look, in these episodes, I can share with you kind of what the premise is, why I wrote the book, why the quality matters to me. I can't do this for you. I can't make you be authentic. <laughs> I can share the information. That's what I can do in this forum. I can ask you some questions so that you can become more authentic through your actions. You can think about it. That's what I can do here. So we need to understand our limitations in our business or in our offer and what we're doing to discern, okay, here's what authentic means in terms of authentic podcasting. What would it be like to be an authentic marketer? What's it like to be an authentic mom, dad, friend, boyfriend, sister? Like, what is that? And then you can go and be that for your people. So I think you've got to start with that awareness. Then you move to, okay, so what do the people in my life need to know? And these other rings of your life, right? The friends, let's say yourself, your partner, your kids, friends, um, broader friends, acquaintances. And then maybe you have clients are at some level in that circle, right? The people you serve. And well, that's, that's all you can do. And then how can you be authentic? Well, with your words and with your body language. And in the book, we go through, okay, well, what what's authentic body language? So we touch upon that there. 
but really, right, you can be authentic in your thoughts and you can be authentic in your actions. And when those two things are congruent, when they align, so the things you say and the things you do match up, that's authenticity. That's integrity. Integrity is similar, I think. That's kind of when you follow through on what you say you'll do. Authenticity is, okay, it's truthful. It's real. It's this book is a book and it's, you know, it really is what I say it is. Um, I know I'm kind of quite literally defining the word, but I think in defining the word and understanding the word, it helps me to live it, to be it, you know, to really think about, okay, what is authenticity? Authenticity is truth. It's, it's being real. It's being truthful. It's, it's a truthful representation of something. Okay. What's a truthful representation? And integrity is taking that truthful representation and acting it out. And then you're in integrity. So that's my definition. That's how I approach it. There are times when I'm inauthentic. I think when we're inauthentic, it's because we're scared of what being authentic would do to us, how it would be received or how people would judge us, which is, I guess, how it's received, right? Are people going to cut me off? Are they going to judge me? Am I not good enough now? All of those kind of stories that we tell ourselves, that's what leads us to the ultimate end of being inauthentic because we think that the veneer is going to save us from that attack from that vulnerable moment if we have the a thick enough and you'll see it right the people that are inauthentic or uh, have a thick veneer whether it's a superficial veneer right they kind of try to make their body look perfect they might try to make their their voice what they say perfect um and that's that's where i think we can get into trouble as well because there are people that act authentic because they don't cut, show up as polished but it's not just showing up. So you can show up polished in your body. You can show up polished in your words, right? You think of someone that's really slick, really charismatic. You can kind of tell you, it feels slimy. It feels sleazy. Okay. You're not kind of, you're, you have a goal here and your goal is going to supersede any value or connection you're going to create with me. You're just kind of going for your goal. And I get that. I get that. You know, if you're trying to sell, but here's my intention. I want to sell you this book, right? So it's, I have an intent. I would love for you to read this. But I can also have that and hold that in the present moment of, okay, there's this book that I'd like to share with you and, and say, okay, but how can I provide value within the context of the book right now to you? So I can, I can authentically say, look, yes, I want you to buy it. And here's what I think you'll gather. Here's who I think the book is for. Here's why I wrote this chapter. Here's who I think it'll serve. Here's the, the truth about what I think I can help you with from this chapter or from this book as a whole. I think it can help you go from uncertain about your legacy, feeling like you don't have meaning through your work, feeling like you're just working a job or kind of getting through the day or the week. I think I can help you go. And I've helped people go from that to I'm really doing mission-driven work. I know I'm contributing to a cause that really matters. I care about what I'm doing every day. That's what I want for people. I want people to wake up and feel like, there's no alternative to this. This is what I'm meant to be doing. This is what I'm here for because you are here to do something. And that's the truth of this. The truth of this is that's what I want for you. That's what this book can do for you. That's what I hope this series is helping you to do. And so being authentic is saying, okay, what am I here to do? Maybe you go to chapter two on purpose, chapter three on awareness to understand that. And then you authentically share that with the world. And you do that through what you say, your actions, what you write, if you have a website or some kind of copy, right? But it's mainly how you behave. Part three of this book is about impact. And that's about how you behave 
in the world. So behave in truth. That's authenticity. Behave in truth. Your thoughts about a topic, behave in concordance with that. That's authenticity, right? Authenticity is me saying, okay, yes, there's a book. I want you to buy the book. That's authentic. Yes, I would love for you to, to get this book. That's authentic. It's also truthful for me to want to give you value in this episode right now as it stands. Both things are true at the same time. But if I only focus on this energy and try to conceal, veil the energy of me sharing about my book with pretend value, that's when, when they're not congruent, when the thoughts or my aim is not congruent with what I'm saying and doing, then it's not an integrity and then it's not authentic because it's not truthful. But if I lay it out, if I if I bring something into the light, if I shine the light and say, I worked really hard on this book, I would love you to buy it because I think it will help you if you're somebody looking to really find meaning through your work. And if you're willing to answer some tough questions that I pose within the book, then yes, my aim of wanting to share this book with you and what I'm saying, they match up, they're in alignment with each other. And so you feel that. And that's why I think one of the words when I do any kind of talks, any speeches that I've done at universities or companies, workshops, whatever, whenever I do a talk, I think the biggest feedback I get is, oh, you're, you're so authentic. You're so relatable. Those are like the two words you get authentic, relatable. And I think it's because I, I show up with really being willing to share what's on my heart for the context of the situation. So when I spoke at a high school, I talked about bullying and I gave my truth about bullying you know, my true experience of being at an all-girls school and how that was hard for me and how I didn't feel like I fit in. That was my truth of that situation. You know, um, when I share about building a business, I, I'm the first one to share how, you know, I haven't made it easy for myself and I've definitely wrestled against it. And I what I've learned allows me to actually enjoy it is to make it into a game. That's the truth. The truth of business is that when I take it too seriously, when I'm rigid, when I am pushing for results, it doesn't feel good. When I make it into a game with levels that's fun and I can do the game at my own pace, the game changes completely. It, well, it turns into a game and then the stakes are completely different and the whole experience is different. So that's my truth in business. So the more I can communicate with you, with my people, with my clients, my truth of how I see things, the more that also people come back to me and say, yeah, you know, this is what I've experienced. So if I'm willing to go first and say, hey, this is the struggle. This is the challenge. This is the strategy that works. Here's a way you can think about it to switch your thinking. I found that people resonate with that because I'm showing up with service from the last episode and I'm layering it with the truth about what I'm thinking. So not only am I, how can I help you, which is service, I'm showing up with a way that's in integrity with my thoughts. So actions, thoughts, in integrity equals authenticity because it's truthful. It's alignment of thoughts and actions. When there's an, a misalignment or disalignment with actions and thoughts, that's when you're inauthentic. That's when things, the wires get crossed. Or when you're trying to put on the veneer to be perfect and there are layers and layers and layers of not just makeup and, and fake physical traits, but also the words you're saying, the, the things you're saying are not what you truthfully believe. That's inauthentic. And so you're creating these layers of distance between who you truly are, your heart, who you really are, what you really believe, what you really stand for, your values, 
and what you're portraying to the world. So the idea is you don't have to tell everybody every single thought in your head, but let's reduce the veneer so that what we do choose to share with the world is real, is authentic, is you. You in your form, in your energy, and the way that you can show up is different from anyone else. This is different from how anyone else could say this. Some people might be able to say it more succinctly or uh, in a more academic fashion or more nonchalant. I mean, everyone will have a different way to talk about authenticity. This is my way of talking about authenticity. And my hope is that it's helped you to think about it in a new way and potentially aim toward and embody it more in your life. So where can you reduce the veneer and what do you truthfully want to share with the world? Because you don't need a veneer if what you share is truthful. Then you don't need the buffer. Then it's, look, this is the truth. This is what I'm willing to tell you. You don't have to tell everyone everything, but define what you're willing to share and then share it truthfully so you don't need the veneer against all of the things that you're trying to shelter away from people because what you're showing is so far removed from who you are. So that's my thought on authenticity. How can you, what, what even is true? What do you believe to be true? What can you truthfully give to your people? So what can you really deliver, right? Authentically create your offer from the last chapter we talked about service. So how you're serving your people. Okay, what are the brand values? Like, what are you authentically, how are you authentically going to truthfully deliver on this level of service? What's your unique way of doing that? So tie it to your unique way of service so that it's truthful. And then I think a big, another one here is, um, and you'll get this in the book, is um, we talk about your marketing mix. So how you're going to go about sharing with the world about your offer. That's marketing. Marketing is, okay, here's what I do. Do you want to be involved or not? And you kind of get a yes or no. So you've got to be able to compellingly share about what you do so that people are interested to then check it out further or work with you. Right. And that's true whether you're an employee or if you work at a company, it doesn't really matter. You've got to share your ideas in a compelling fashion. And the way to do that is to, yes, linguistically think it through so that you have a compelling argument, but then also be in truth. So no matter how compelling your argument is, if you're full of it, people are not going to buy into it, at least not for long. Right. Because then this is like what politicians do. Right. They've got a the campaign, they have all these promises, they sound slick, they sound good, they're compelling, you vote for them, and then you're annoyed because they don't follow through. That's inauthentic, because their words did not follow through with their actions. So be careful what you promise people. A good reminder for any politicians listening to this, if any, but, you know, be careful what you promise. Because broken promises, people hold on to that for sure. And I, I have broken promises, and it's not a good place to be at. It definitely ruins your reputation, but not only that, you're not going to feel great if you're not living in integrity, right? If you're not thoughts, actions, in alignment, promises, words, actions, in alignment, like the more layers, if your thoughts, your words, and your actions are all three levels out of whack, it's a tough, tough place to be in. Um, and I think getting out of that hole is to start by really being truthful with what you're thinking truthful with what you believe in your values, which is all a part one of the book, right? But focus on yourself, get get it sorted straight in your head. What, what do I stand for here? I'm letting society, I'm letting all these things kind of pull me in 800 directions. No, what do I stand for? And then, okay, am I speaking in alignment with what I stand for or not? And I definitely know the pull of, okay, I'm going to say what's attractive 
I'm going to say what's compelling. I'm going to say what people want to hear because that's good. But then veneer, mask, 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 like you're getting further and further and further away from the truth. The more you say what you think people want to hear, you're adding those layers away from you. And that's inauthentic. And so people will feel that distance. And then your actions. So if you're thinking and saying things in alignment, but you're not following through with them with your actions, again, right? There's a distance. People are not feeling you because they're feeling you when you talk, but then where are you? You said you'd be here. You said you'd do this. You said you would deliver this. So authenticity goes from thoughts to words to behaviors, actions. Um, and I think it's a perpetual process. And by no means am I preaching here as if I've got this sorted out completely. I'm just very clear on what need, what we should be aiming at. Because when those three things are in alignment, that's when we're authentic. That's when we're authentic with ourselves and the outer world. And there's a harmony there. And uh, you'll you'll feel much better um, and it'll be much easier to deliver as well as somebody that's delivering from, from a truthful place. So how can you be more truthful about your values, what you need, what you're communicating, and then what you do as a result? Those three layers, I would definitely think through and maybe perform an audit about where you've been less than truthful or less than authentic in your life and maybe where you could do that a little bit more. That's what I would encourage here. Um, and of course, I'd encourage you to get the book, as I've said, to to think through your marketing mix and how you can do that with whatever you're doing at work. So thank you so much for listening. If you found this valuable, please do share it. I hope to see you in the next chapter. We're already on chapter 20. This series is coming to an end. I say that every episode, but it feels like it's somehow going by really quickly. Um, so next chapter on adaptability, another really, really good trait to cultivate. Hope to see you there. And please do share this if, you've got someone on, on your mind that would benefit. So thanks for listening. Take good care until I see you next time.